Squeaks. I am Frank, and today I'm joined by Squeaks. Squeaks. And we got a lot for you guys today. We're going to be talking about Stranger Things, The Boys. We got some of the latest news. We got headlines. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Thor, but it's pretty early, so we're not going to go into spoilers or anything like that. We're just going to say whether or not it's worth watching. And we got some network news. But first, how was your 4th of July? What were you doing? We had a week off for the podcast. Everybody in the network had the week off. What were you up to? Oh, man. Uh... I, let's just say I drank a little too early. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> and the rest of my 4th of July for starting at like 1 o'clock was a struggle. <laughs> so, Pretty yeah, early I family over. Yeah. Over. yeah. <laughs> how, about, how about you? Do anything? Uh, I watched Jaws, which is like my okay. tradition. It's like such a good movie. And then okay. I just started watching Peaky Blinders. So it was, it was fantastic. Just drinking beers on the couch. I pulled yeah. the couch up like right in front of the TV, which is so stupid. So it was like I was in a yeah. theater watching Jaws. And I was like... Man, you all out there in the sun, forget that shit. I'm doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Peaky Blinders, so what, season one, episode one you started? Or is it oh, new? Oh, no, I was watching the, season. the new season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I still got okay, more to go. okay, okay. Are you keeping up on yeah, that? Yeah. Have you been watching that at all? I just started last week, like the whole series. Oh, so. man. Oh, man. It is, gets so crazy. Mm -hmm. Like you are, mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're so small time right now compared to what they are now in the show. Yeah, yeah. I had too many good things, so I had to start it. It's really good. And so the final season's out now, and then... It ends off kind of complete, but there's still some openings, and they have a movie that they're making, so it's okay. it's six seasons in a movie. Yeah, so for the network news, we've got you know a bunch of our shows are in between seasons. Uh, we do have the brand new show that just launched just for our Patreon and for uh, Bitcade called From the Pages. The Our premiere episode was all about Gore the God Butcher, so if you guys want to know about the character behind Christian Bale, check that out. It's 15 minutes. I think it's actually 18 minutes. It's supposed to be 15 minutes of you know where the character's from and his origin story. All right, and uh, oh, you were on what? You were on Trek Freaks and Disney Mom's Gone Wrong yes. in one week. Yes, yes. Pretty intense. Yeah. Just, just being booked. Everybody wants me. Everybody wants to hear this voice. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of that OG Star Trek? Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's almost. Um, it's why I like Next Generation so much right now. So to go to kind of see where it all started. Um, it was. It was great. It was fun. It was just like the whole mystery behind the villain, the fog. Um. It, it was neat without like, I mean, listen to Trek Freaks. I'm not going to say everything, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then Disney mom's gone wrong. I tell you what, I was, I was pulling my damn teeth out or just pull my hair out on that one. It was driving me crazy <laughs> that like, you're the, you're the, you're the Marvel expert. And then like the <laughs> one thing that really drove me nuts was the fact they're like, Oh, I think they kidnapped Loki. I'm like, no, Loki was abandoned. <laughs> like it was. Man. Don't make Odin was, be that bad of a bad guy. <laughs> I will say I, I said it earlier, but uh, uh, Susie was asking some questions that I was like, oh, the fuck, I never even thought about that before. Or whatever she... the case may be, not that one, but she does ask like, other questions. And uh, to me, I was just brain farting. And plus, like I know I love like Marvel and whatnot, but I when they asked me to do Thor, I'm like, I don't. I'm not a huge Thor guy though. Yeah, and Thor so, is like my favorite I... of the Marvel characters, so. <laughs> I was excited, <laughs> but it was it was fun though. It was fun to kind of not know things, some things as well too. So. It was a really it was a really fun episode. It was really good. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, squeaks, correct him. <laughs> editing it. Oh man! At the same time, Sarah, we had our because uh, Disney moms, right? So yeah. playing the kids, Sarah kept leaving uh, for our daughter waking up, and then I was like, shit, I'm here alone. Why aren't you here? You're the Disney mom. I'm just, whatever. So it was kind of a little messy on uh, minus Sarah's in. And so. that's. That's podcasting as a parent, though, in general. Like, yeah. you know, times you have Marco in the background crying about something or, you know, it's yeah. just, yeah, that's how it is, you know. It's a mess. Mine was everywhere on that episode. <laughs> so check out uh, geekfreakspodcast.com. We'll make sure to post every time a new episode comes out across all of our networks. Um, the ones that are off season right now, they're both, both the ones that are off season right now, 
are really cooking up some good stuff they're already recording so get ready for that All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. When we talk about Stranger Things, we've had the finale uh, of the fourth season. What are your immediate reactions to this thing? Oh, my God. Okay, I'll just say this is probably my best favorite season now, the more I think about it, because yeah. number three was like, I didn't think anything could top season three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love season three. But then it's like, oh, my gosh, they just have this uh, plan. The, whatever formula they're working with right now, it's, it is actually working and it's getting better. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved it. What about you? I mean, what did it live up to all your expectations? It's so funny that you said that. Like, I didn't think anything could beat season three because I was one hundred percent on board with you. And then, yet in season yeah. four, Vecna played a did a very good job as a villain. Um, I wish we had Eleven a little bit more participating with the other others. I think she works really well with the others. Like mm-hmm. her connection with them and and kind of bouncing off of them, I think works really well. Much like when Thor is dealing with normal humans and he doesn't quite fit in. Like, there's something missing yeah. when it's not there. But, uh. It was so fantastic. And the music was so damn good. And I've been listening to Metallica for a week now. And <laughs> I'm just like, and I love that Metallica straight up put on Hellfire Club shirts and replayed uh, Masters I of the that, that was like, yeah. yes, that's so dope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was super good. What were some of your favorite moments from this season? All right. Uh, one was uh, uh, Vecna himself, though, but it's the, the killings and how it happened. So yeah. it was so. Um, uh, it was like, um, okay, say it's a, obviously it's based off the eighties, but it felt like the eighties too. And I know that's what most of the seasons, you know, it really feels yeah. like, but the villain himself felt that way. It wasn't like a mind flare or a Demi Gorgon or whatever. It literally was like the feel of like a Freddy Cougar or something. Uh, the, the killings though, just breaking the bones and the eyes and stuff. I was like, Oh my God, like yeah. clinching up, right? Like yeah. I didn't know we were going to go this far. Um, I did like a uh, like they kind of kept the same formula as three where we have different stories, mm-hmm. uh, obviously all um, intermingling and will connect eventually. Um, I will say though the story I did not care that much of was with Mike and Will, uh, with Jonathan yeah. and the pizza. Uh, that one was just until they got to L. Then it was like okay, now it's starting to get interesting. Um, kind of whatever. Um, yeah, I think Jonathan. I think his name's Argyle, the pizza guy. I mean, I was just, like, mm-hmm. so bored by those scenes, to be honest with you. Those were... I could have really? passed all those <laughs> up, yeah. Yeah, just... I didn't care about anything they were doing until they got to L. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Another favorite scene, obviously, um, <sighs> the iconic one now with uh, Eddie on the top of that trailer playing Metallica, oh, right? Man. And then being the hero when he kind of... If you... I mean, obviously, if you paid attention and whatnot, kind of knew something was going to happen because of those hints of, like, they I was never here before. They foreshadowed it pretty blah, blah. heavily. Yeah. Exactly. While yeah. you were saying it, though, you were like, please don't mess this up, Eddie. Come on. Like, is there... Like, yeah. as you're saying, you're like, this guy's going to die and he's one of my favorite new characters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of foreshadowing, actually, that I found out after the fact of certain things. And it's like, oh, my gosh, man. You really had to pay attention because there are those hints there. Uh, any any uh, scenes that definitely stand out to you? I mean, yeah, it's 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 hard to not mention, of course, the Eddie on top of the trailer, right? That yeah. that is such an uh, amazing moment. And then it wasn't as part of the final episode or anything like that, but that moment when Max is being picked up into the air and she's barely mm-hmm. saved. It's hard to make, and they did it twice in this season with her. It's hard to make a moment yeah. where a main character feels like they might actually die, like we might actually lose this character right now. This might be a Game of Thrones situation, and like when they. The first time when they save her in the cemetery, and you're like, oh my God, what a cool scene. I can't wait to like yeah. see this on repeat, which I did. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when they did it again at the end of this one, and also you start to see the limbs break, you're like, oh, well, then this is it. Then she's gone. Yeah. And yeah. 
the way that she, you know, spoiler alert, guys, spoiler alert, just careful, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. The way that they bring her back through Eleven was like, oh, wait, Eleven's now actually, it's it's important that Max is coming back, but it's also important to realize that now Eleven's using an ability that she's never used before in bringing somebody back. And so mm-hmm. she is now stronger than ever, and that's kind of the confirmation. Outside of just whooping Vecna's ass, the fact that she's able to bring Max back is like, Okay, you're using Jesus abilities. <laughs> you're at yeah, the next yeah. tier now. You just leveled <laughs> up. So, um, yeah, I, it, it was impressive. It was really impressive. I just like the pairings. That's one of the. I think the best part about the show, outside of the '80s references, which of course, you know, are always cool. But I always like the pairings. Like when you have these, the pairing of Eddie and Dustin together. Like that's such a cool combo. Yeah. And then you see like that relationship build, and then when Dustin's talking to his uncle later on, you're like, oh god, the feels, you know. Yeah. I love the pairings they do in this, and Steve's always been a really good character, and now we we finally see Steve kind of being worthy of who he's supposed to be. I don't know. It's just a damn good show, guys. It really is. Yeah, it is. It is. What are your predictions for Hawkins? It looks like Hawkins. It's the gateway to the upside down. I got a couple. Uh predictions here okay so um uh so i thought i was my money was on max dying okay because i felt like her writing those letters had to come back and play some type of part right so unfortunately because of how it ended with l having that ability to obviously max's soul was sucked up vecna you think she's dead but with that heartbeat to where now she's in a coma i'm like fuck man so she's not really dead i right. think in the beginning of season five we'll probably read those letters and kind of get us to think like oh she is but somehow she'll probably come back kind of lame but we got to think like i guess this is not uh what the doofy brother said it best you know it's not westeros it's hawkins yeah oh so yeah. we're not it might it's not going to be like that so no you might as well think the whole cast yeah. yeah so essentially that's what they do they bring new characters that you like or may not like like first season you got beverly or beth Beth was it Beth? Oh, Barbara. Barbara. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you got her. It's like okay, she's cool. Whatever. She was just the person that died. But then you you get to this season where you got Eddie. You love and we kill him off. So they're just killing off really the new character characters, kind of like Billy as well. Um. So besides that, though, I've noticed we've gotten a little bit more of um. Oh God! I'm, oh, now you got me Will? forgetting names too. Now, what? Not Will's mom. Joyce, oh, but uh, oh yeah, um, the blonde hair lady. Yeah, um, uh, Mike, Mike's mom. Yeah, Mike's mom. Okay, Mike's mom. Yeah, I don't know why, but I was like, man, she's in this quite often. Okay, there is a poster that came out where they had each character's uh, uh, portraits, you know, whatever on a poster, and their house under it. Mm-hmm. Well, Mike's mom's house was Vecna's house. Okay, I'm thinking that Vec- that's Vecna's sister. I think my, uh, Mike's mom is Vecna's sister. You think she survived? Because I thought Vecna I, done killed her. I don't know. Just a little blonde girl. Hmm. And now that poster was released, and she's an older blonde girl now. I wonder if the age. I'm works. throwing. I'm just throwing. I'm just throwing hey, theories I'm out there. To that. be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's my crazy, uh, crazy theory out there. By the yeah, way, how dope a, is it that Vecna's dad is played by actual Freddy Krueger? Like I was just, oh man, when he popped so up cool. in that in that jail cell, whatever he was in, I was like, oh shit, because I it was basically this villain is kind of like Freddy-ish, right? Right. You know? Yeah. Even Duffer uh, Brothers said like way. that was the inspiration, you know, which was totally fine. I yeah. I love Freddy Krueger, so but then they kind of honor him in a way. I feel like and having him in that scene was wonderful. Yeah. I so, loved it. Yeah. 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 I think so. Predictions for you? 
I think Will's going to be a bad guy. Not necessarily a bad guy. Like, I think he'll have a redemption at the end. Yada, yada, yada. He's Will. But yeah. first off, not only does he have, like, the hair standing up again, which you haven't seen since, like, season two, but he was the reason season one was it. He, like, because we had to find Will. Will survived by himself, a kid, in the Upside Down. Will has a connection to the Upside Down that I think is, is going to be to Vecna's advantage. He's going to use Will to help attack Hawkins, I think. Okay. We okay. also know Duffer Brothers said that they're going to explain what the Upside Down is. I think we're going to learn uh, okay. that because it's tricky because wasn't... No, I think he was like in this other place because I don't think the Upside Down existed until Eleven might have created it when she pushed one onto the other side. So I was doing some research on that because I was wanting to know how the Upside world, upside Down came about. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I've been reading because there's no really like um, information on it is just that it's always been there and she just randomly put him in it. So I am curious to see if that maybe that was like a, some kind of trigger, yeah. which would be extremely weird if uh, just that one moment created this whole crazy ass. I mean, yeah. Yeah. World, I guess you could say. <laughs> and then you have to like, then you have to explain, well, what is, what is this creepy crawly ton or tentacles that are uh, everywhere? Like that has to be something. Yeah. There's almost like a spore. And at the end of season four, we saw it kind of starting to fall on everybody in Hawkins. So I have kind of like mm -hmm. that spore or something too. Like there's like a hive mind because of these spores and it's going to be a big mystery box. And I hope that now that they, they did Freddy Krueger, let's do it. Like maybe we'll see a clown killing people mm. and who knows. Yeah. <laughs> um, Vecna holding balloons. I kind of feel like, no. I feel like the Duffer brothers are like, they wanted to make an eighties horror movie. But like what if Hades horror movie had today's CGI? And that's where we had like awesome Vecna in practical effects, yeah. but doing those kills that you know that yeah. somebody in the eighties would be like, Oh, I wish I could make those kills happen. Like those look so cool. Yeah. So that's pretty dope. Um, so Will draws that. This is more like just kind of theories and predictions. Yeah. Will draws that a uh, that picture right mm -hmm. uh, for Mike, and it we get a lot of like uh, all these villains are kind of based off uh, Dungeons and Dragons names, right? Yeah. Are we going to get the Dungeons and Dragons three headed dragon, or just multiple headed dragon in it because yeah. of that painting? I wouldn't be shocked, you know. It wouldn't be a shock, and dragons are so iconic to D anD D that it would it would yeah. make sense that you would have the dragon protecting his treasure at some point. I would like yeah. to see that. Or the, I can't forget what it's, I can't remember what it's called, but it's something that I was just fighting in my campaign, but it's basically Cthulhu. Maybe we could have that too. Like something mm -hmm. so big and powerful that over, that supersedes even Vecna. Um, yeah, there's gotta be something out there that's, how are you going to raise the sticks? I like that Vecna's not dead. I mean, they really whooped his ass yeah. though. They, they got his number, but that yeah. way we have him. And I, I would like to find out that he's an agent of somebody else. Like somebody saved him mm -hmm. when he was wandering the upside down. I don't know. Mm. We'll have to see. Maybe like another human type of person, or are we thinking like maybe a mind flare type? Like of a thing? mind flare that saw that like okay. this creature is as powerful as I need him to be. Uh, try mm. to break the gateway between the upside down and here and Hawkins or whatever, so that I can get out. Okay. Maybe okay. if okay. if if the upside down existed before him, I kind of think Eleven created the upside down by pushing him into something else. Okay. Um. Uh, my my uh i guess my fear of this was what i hadn't feared in season four but it ended up being perfect was whole like the whole joyce and hopper in russia and stuff and how big it was getting it's like oh fuck now we're gonna bring the military this is not kind of yeah, yeah. what it's like how it started so i do have a little bit of that fear again but of not course. as much as i did because i see season four and it was fucking wonderful so um and the fear of this one is are we just going to get a bunch of crazy ass monsters popping up to the real world and 
I guess it would be military at this time because yeah. we still have that uh, that officer guy. Well, the military wants to get involved. Yeah, we are going to have the military, yeah, in there, so yeah. we're going to have the we're going to have our crew in between the military and the upside down. And there's going to be moments where she's going to throw a helicopter at a mind flare or yeah. something, you know, which is totally fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah. let's let's make shit explode. I, I want I, I, I do think, want the yeah. parents to like be involved now. At this point, the parents know that their kids are not evil, although the news keeps saying that they're evil. And this is the thing that actually happened yeah. in the '80s is a satanic panic thing, right? And so I want the parents to be like, look, obviously something's up with our parent, our kids. They find out about the upside down, and they're like, I trust you guys. You've saved the world, yeah. you know, four times now. Let's see what you can do next. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just worried about getting it too big, but yeah. uh, like I said, watching season four, I kind of trust it now. I, yeah. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, I just didn't kind of wanted to lose that feel. That's all. I was really worried about the Hopper Joy scenes because I was like, where is this going? When are they going to get back? And they didn't get back until like, you know, the very, very end. Um, yeah. It, it worked out really well, though. And boy, they, they sure know how to use their side characters. I tell you that that warden, the prison guard or whatever, not warden, yeah. prison guard. Uh, he's from Game of Thrones. So is actually Eddie's from Game of Thrones, too. Um, yeah, yeah, and uh, and then of course we have I can't remember his name, but the I keep seeing shirts and I want to buy one. It shows like him like in a karate stance, the, that side character, and it uh, says Murphy, uh, Murphy, Murphy, yeah, and it says uh, yeah. what is it, the bald eagle stance or whatever, and he's like doing like a karate <laughs> pose. I'm like, I need that shirt so bad. And I just like that. I like I love that he's like gonna go back and tell his dojo of 13 year olds that like guys, I yeah. fought the Russians. <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be so good. Oh man, oh uh, man. Murphy, I can see it be, uh, being a character that might die in this last season because we love him so much. Now. I know, that's and how they're going to do it. <laughs> wasn't like the core, right? He right. came in mostly big in the last one, so um, season three. So I could see that happening. He could be one of those big semi-main characters and they can't say like, oh, we don't kill off big characters, you know, like yeah. core cast. So. Well, this kind of goes into something. So we also got news of a brand new production company that Duffer Brothers starting called Upside Down oh, Productions. With it, yeah. they announced... Uh, Death Notes, they're making a, a live-action version of that. They're making a stage play of Stranger Things. You can watch that stuff on stage, which would be very interesting. And then they're mm. talking about a spinoff for Stranger Things. Murphy, I think, would have a really cool spinoff. I would like a spinoff mm. of Murphy where he's trying to, like, do ghost hunting, basically. But it's, like, all bullshit. Yeah. But he's, like, out there with, like, his crew, and he's got some weird... 80s kind of technology where he's trying to find the big you know the Loch Ness monster or something <laughs> yeah yeah I would just love <laughs> to see him on adventures you know oh man yeah I would like to have those like side stories kind of like what Star Wars is doing uh right now yeah. but that company uh the company and making the live action uh Death Note series oh my god when I heard that I was like I trust these two and this is like a top three favorite anime ever for me I oh, really? uh, in their work. Yeah. So, oh my God, I'm so excited for Death Note. Oh my goodness, yeah. It's hard to have that kind of trust in anybody. Even with Marvel, the last couple of movies, they've been a little shaky. So you're like, mm-hmm. Marvel doesn't hit it out of the park anymore. They used to. The last series, like I'm, I'm yeah. watching Miss Marvel and it's it's good. It's just not made for me. So I'm not like really excited about it. It's usually I'm like, oh man, it's Thursday. There's a new one up or Wednesday or whatever. And this time I'm like, oh shit, yeah, that's right. That came out on Wednesday. Like I feel like, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's a uh, speaking of that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. The, I watched the first episode of Miss Marvel and I had some giggles here and there, but I was like, "This is just not. This is not for me." I, yeah. And I'm. I'm. I'm slowly seeing myself just dying off because I don't really care about anything new that's coming out with Marvel lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Knight had me really interested at first, and then I was like, I just was kind of dying off at the end of that series as well. The way Moon Knight uh, had you dying off, I'm telling you, Miss Marvel's the same thing, beat for beat. Like the way it kind of expands, really? and yeah, it's the same thing. So it's, I, I'm watching I, it, but yeah, meh. they changed their powers, you know, to be a like lot. this crystal thing. And I was like, 
uh, I get you're trying to veer off from Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. kind of like what we're going to talk about here shortly with the the villain um, um, from Black Panther. Uh, I get it, but it's not for me. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. It's I think Marvel's gonna. It's they got a lot of good stuff in the in the iron in the, in the fires right now. But right now it's like okay, we're we're good for a little bit. You guys can take a break. Even when yeah. Doctor, I mean, and they're using my favorite heroes too, Doctor Strange and Thor, and it's like, okay, you guys could take a break. Don't don't keep doing that. <laughs> All right, let's talk about some other superheroes. Somebody who's actually been killing it, the boys. We just finished up the boys. This thing has been, I mean, full adrenaline all the way through. Are you happy with how this last season ended? Um, so season overall, I thought was fantastic. Yeah. I loved everything about it. Uh, drama with the with the action wise, and then the drama and the characters battling their own like um, demons inside. It, essentially, yeah. um, hearing more backstories and and whatnot. Uh, the final episode, though, um, I I thought it was just fine. You know, yeah. I liked how the whole uh, uh, each each character when you get you got to Frenchie, you got to uh, Huey, and then Butcher. You kind of have these like um. Even A Train had these uh, stories that they're battling, like inner inner, inner demons, yeah. issues yeah, yeah. that was like outside of just being a superhero. Um, you know, Homelander in the beginning was you know talking to his son and that whole drama and the, the Homelander and Soldier Boy. So there was a lot of that, and that, and that was cool. That was neat. Whatever. Uh, even the fight scenes were nice at the very end. I like detailed fight scenes. Um, I'm gonna talk about Invincible because those have very like action. You know, the, just. Like a Kimiko, when Kimiko, right? Am I saying that name? Kimiko was fighting those soldiers in the room, with the music blaring was, in her yeah, head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, something that's so like a here, hit here, shoot here, this, this, yeah. this, this. That when there's so much into just one little scene, I love so much. Yeah, you can, like feel the impact. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a a couple quotes in the show that kind of just caught my attention. That I was like, eh, that doesn't really make sense to me, but whatever the case may be. Um, but overall. I thought it was okay seeing the finale. Yeah. What about you? I mean, kind of. I liked it because I liked what they're or... setting up. So we have first off, I mean, really nobody died, right? Nobody. <laughs> we have Maeve is off in the sunset, which means that she can be brought back. Yeah. And then even even um, Soldier Boy is is just on ice again. So he too yeah. can be brought back, and he was a very, I think, a very interesting character added in this season. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I but I liked that. I mean, you could tell it's coming down to Homelander versus his son at some point, and his son is leaving off as an mm. evil kid it looks like the way that like obviously there's so many like we don't need to go into it but there's so many political mirrors going on in this show obviously but yeah. the fact that the kid was like on board with homelander just nuking that guy's head he like smiled when everybody was cheering back at him and you saw the smile on the kid and you're like oh no this kid could be worse than homelander yeah <laughs> and so you're like oh shit what's gonna happen and it's an escalation like you didn't think anything like when you look at soldier boy like oh nothing's gonna be worse than soldier boy then homelander comes along and I mean that is one hundred percent Anthony Starr, the guy Anthony Starr, sorry, the guy who's the actor for Homelander. I, he freaking kills it just with that look. That's like I am holding back all of the fury of the world to not kill you right now, <laughs> just because I need yeah. you to fill out some tax forms or something. Uh, <laughs> so I really like that. Yeah. And Billy yeah, Butcher's got a clock Homelander too, so like, trust. What's that? Yeah. Uh, no, I was just gonna say. Uh, I guess this is kind of what I see with the whole. So, uh, Homelander and the son. The son they gained his trust because the whole little speech in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna follow my dad. So now he's got the grooming stage of, hey, this is how my, I'm gonna raise my son, basically, essentially like him. Um. Uh, I can kind of see it as a uh, so with Butcher with the 
the clock that he has now. Um, the, we think the one last ride is going to be killing the girl that explodes everybody's heads, right? I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah. So, but wonder if it comes down that Butcher made a promise to his ex-wife that I'm going to protect your son, but now Butcher has to kill the son. Because it's going to be groomed to another homelander. That's what I'm thinking is going to happen. I'm wondering if it's going to be a okay. point where he has to kill his his adopted son, essentially, right? Yeah. Or would, yeah. I don't know, or would Butcher die to prove that Homelander's evil to his son so his son could snap out of it? I can't imagine, uh, though. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. I can't imagine in the end, see, yeah, I can't imagine at the end that Billy Butcher is like, I'm going to leave this world with that kid, with those abilities, and that possible mentality alive. Like, I think... It's impossible. Yeah. I really think Homelander and the kid have to die. I, I mean, all of them with superpowers yeah. really have to die for this world to go back to any sort of normalcy. <laughs> Vought can't exist anymore. It's just like, you know, it's too far at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. And Black Noir died. I really um, liked Black Noir. I was hoping there would be more with him, but he got taken out like it, a chump <laughs> at the end. Dude, um, man, uh, Homelander is so broken and so evil that it's like there's no saving him. He's 100% bad, like Nora was telling him about his dad. Yeah. Like, there's no good in him, mm-hmm. right? Homelander's that way. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you see him, I, I just knew it was coming, you know, right. when they had that conversation. Like, okay, I get it. Um, uh, I do want to talk a little bit. <laughs> I do want to say, like, some things I didn't care for. Um, Starlight's ultimate, like, build up right you know with all the yeah, lights yeah. and that's all it was was just a push i'm like oh jesus it was whatever. just to knock him down uh, and it was like maybe yeah. just did that <laughs> you know? like, why is this a big yeah. deal <laughs> with with no charge up or anything yeah. just like with two hands punching okay yeah. um she said something so she said um and there's a couple of quotes in this thing which i was like i didn't know that was kind of weird so one was uh when she said that fault didn't give her her powers or whatever i'm like wasn't her mom injecting her with Compound V? Yeah, so Vought literally gave her her powers. Which Vought gave. Okay, yeah. so like Compound V, wasn't that made by Vault? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I caught that one. Come on, guys. Um, Yeah, I won't go to the other ones. But uh, it was just uh, like two or three things that just kind of sound- made myself like dumbfounded a little bit. Yeah. Because that just doesn't make sense to me. Um, yeah. 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 So, anyway. I'm happy she's finally part of the boys, but she is definitely not as powerful as they try to make her out to be. Like, they, they, they put her up against, like, so there's times where she's standing up to Homelander, like, I'm the, the, the check to you. No, you are not. It's, Homelander yeah. can nuke you. There is, I really don't see anybody in this world that can beat Homelander. Even Soldier Boy couldn't fly. Like, yeah. you know, there's nobody that's going to be able to beat Homelander except for maybe Homelander's kid. So the only I could think of Butcher, and the only reason I say that because he basically is like a homelander when he takes the compound V. Other than that, yeah, yeah you're right. I don't think we've um, seen him fly. I got no one else. Yeah, we haven't seen him fly, but yeah. I mean, basically everything else. Um, that's the only thing. But then I like the sun thing, so I like your theory of like maybe Butcher, you know, kind of uh, making doing some type of action to make him his mind click to the right way. Yeah, I don't know. I I I, I really. I like the Homelander character a lot. Um, I think they do such a good job portraying him. Is what do you think about reading the comic books? I'm thinking about reading these comics and kind of catching up to the story. I hear the show is better than the comics, mm-hmm. though. I'll throw that out there. Oh shit, yeah. that's different. Yeah. Um, no, I probably won't. Yeah, I think I might read <laughs> it just so that I, kinda, that I don't want to get spoiled, but I kind of also want to know where it's going yeah. on and see how close it is. 
Yeah, it, it's it's no shade to like not interested in the comic or anything. It's more like I got a lot of stuff I'm reading of right course. now. I got a shelf right behind me full of manga, and plus I already had that idea with uh, Invincible. So yeah, I was like, I need to know what's going on. I can't wait for the next season. We need so somebody to watch. I started picking up Invincible. <laughs> we need somebody to yeah. read all of the Invincibles because that I mean that's going to be so crazy. And I read the I read the mm-hmm. first one a little bit, but I mean, yeah, from what I hear, it's just outstanding. It's probably some of Robert Kirkman's best work. That's good. Yeah, I'm literally glued to it. I'm almost finished the uh, volume 13, yeah, and uh, it's like uh, maybe I'll read some other stuff before 14. But I was like, no, I'll probably just buy this right away. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I have I've basically no been just reading boys. indie comics lately, which is kind of driving me crazy because I'm like, man, I want to you know read a catch up on Thor. I'm, I'm behind by a couple now, yada yada yada. But I haven't had a chance to read anything but indie comics lately, so I, I'm I need to get some mainstream going back, uh, back in my rotation. Okay. Yeah, I got I got too much of. Um, I got a pile of comics that I pick up at the comic book store that I can't even keep up with right now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I got a backlog for sure. So, <laughs> I got a, yeah. I wish Comicsology was up to date. Like, I hate that Comicsology six months behind too. That drives me fucking nuts. With the with the free with, version. Well, like no, with the paid version. With the paid version, Marvel comics are not up to date. Even if you pay for Marvel Unlimited, it's like three months behind or something like that. They want to go to the comic book I'm pretty sure I could double check that. Maybe it's just yeah. for Thor, but they're not like every you know new one that comes out but do you mean for it to hit the comicsology to where you could just download it for free because you pay for the subscription right. or okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh okay. yeah yeah if you want to pay for the comic book you can get a day one but i'm saying if i'm paying yeah, a monthly yeah. rate that i'd want to have a day one as well in, in yeah. my opinion i i i agree i mean i agree i still like the service because it does really pull me into like something new so i'm loving i don't want to like do an ad for comicsology or anything but I love the Actually, old maybe man pretty series. soon we'll do uh, that. That's a good idea. I'll have to hit hit him up. <laughs> uh, I love the old man series. I just finished Old Man Hawkeye. I'm gonna continue reading uh, Old Man Logan, Star Lord. Um, who else? I think Doom has one, and then it continues to a new series called Wastelanders. And uh, oh my god, I freaking love the Hawkeye one. So, um, ah uh, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to no spoilers or anything. You should. I highly recommend I'll reading check those ones. Out. Yeah, I've been mean, yeah, the, the yeah. Old Man Logan it really kind of sparked an interest in me in like that, that future. Cause the whole, you know, I know about the alternate version of Hulk and how cool that gets out there. And yeah. stuff. So I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most definitely. All right. We're going to keep talking about Marvel though. Let's go ahead and go into black Panther Wakanda forever. We got the costumes leaked and I, I like this idea of them using like Aztec Mayan culture for Atlantis mm-hmm. because they got to do something to keep it different than Aquaman. Right. I mean, what else are they going to do? Yeah. That's because we're going to be sitting there comparing all day. Yeah. So, yeah. Even on the TikToks about this, I, I mix up the two half the time where it's like, oh, yeah, not Aquaman. I mean, Namor. It's like, it's hard because the two are very similar characters. And DC and Marvel copied each other for decades. So it makes sense that this happens sometimes. Now, uh, is uh, Namor fully Aztec and there's no Atlantis nope. under world? Is that what they're doing or he's, how are they doing he's it? He's part human. He is part human and he's actually considered yeah. a mutant um, and part Atlantean. And the Atlanteans are blue. He's half human, half Atlantean. So are they making Atlantic, Atlantia, whatever? Atlantis what uh, is an Aztec. So according to what I've been hearing, okay. in this isn't necessarily Marvel Comics. I'm not positive on the Marvel Comics side, but for the MCU, mm-hmm. they're making it as the the like Aztec Mayan region. Okay. A group of them went to the ocean, essentially. And so. Okay, okay. Yeah. I heard, I knew that they were trying to keep it totally separate, and I didn't know if they were making the whole big move of taking Atlantis out of the water and making it to this like mine uh culture that would be too big of a move (laughs) yeah if it was like not a water kingdom at all yeah that would be not at all talk about keep it different than aquaman 
Um, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think about the? Okay, so we we have you know we have our name right here. He has like the big chunky gold pieces that you would expect from like Aztec armor and stuff like that. Uh, we have his normal mode and then fighter mode. What do you think about this costume so far? Uh, well, first of all, besides fighter mode, I like your uh, super saiyan mode, like you said yeah. in your TikTok. <laughs> so, um, I think it's uh, I think it's nice, right? So Namor's not really anything besides some spandex, right? Yeah. But I like how they put this uh the bracelets and this necklace on him uh to kind of add a little bit more flair to mm -hmm. it. So I like the whole fact that they're keeping it true, but having adding that spark to it. Um, is there anything that you would have seen? I mean, the fight mode is cool, right? That whole yeah, the head brown yeah. essentially on him. That um, but it's like almost. Is that just going to be for certain scenes to show, like, hey, I'm the king, essentially? You know, I can uh, probably. We don't see his feet in the normal mode, but we do in his fighter mode. And in that one, he has the wings on his boots, which is a very important part of Namor's okay move set. Okay. So, if he has those boots on every time, then he'll. But if not, then this is going to be how he fights. But the headdress is way too big for him to fight in. I would say. Yeah. You know, it's kind of <laughs> like that old Batman thing where you can't move your neck at all. Is what he's going to be running yeah. into. Um, but it looks very dope, and I and I do like the idea of. Well, okay, let's let's start. Let's do this. Let's talk about the other Atlanteans. We have one. We have a tuna set, and it looks almost kind of like it's not royal. So that's what I like is Namor's. You could tell like, oh, that dude's a king. While you look at the normal Atlanteans, you're like, oh, okay. Normally they have some Atlanteans, some ocean theme stuff going on. There's not a lot of ocean theme going on with the Namor set. But there is definitely when you see like a tuna. What do you think about like that straight up Atlantean look? Oh man, this looks uh, freaking hard to me, man. It just, it's almost like it's taking, uh, obviously, like the headpiece, I can't really tell because it's just art, but it's like a bones of like a hammerhead shark right. or something like, uh, like the weapons or, or, or pieces of like this uh, underwater, uh, you know, lifestyle stuck in everything about this is what I super love because it it's brutal. Right. But comparing it to Neymar, it's uh like I said, it's more Aztec, -y, but I do like the the difference because it's like here's my royalness kind of yes. the features, and then here's everyone else essentially. But man, these guys these guys look hard, man. I I love it. Yeah. What I like about it, like you're saying, if you were to see this guy in just regular Mayan culture, you might see him with like a pelt on him, maybe like a jaguar mm -hmm. pelt on him or something like that. But instead, you're seeing him with a hammerhead shark helmet. Like it's it's like they're yeah. still hunting out there. It's just the prey changed. So the armor suits that. Um, the blue skin, it might be a little interesting to see how they're going to do I mean, we have the Avatar movie, so we know that they're, that can be done reasonably well. <laughs> but it's going to be weird to see like a whole people of blue skin while you have just Namor out there like chilling out in his normal skin tones. Um, that'll be a little bit yeah. odd. But... I mean, you said, he, you said he was half-breed, right? Yeah, he's, he's um, half-human mutant. He's considered yeah, in, so in kinda... Marvel, he's considered the first mutant in Marvel comics like that came out. The, I, what I could see, I could see a little bit of like drama in between, like followers and whatnot. Can the Atlanteans like fully follow Namor because right. of his like bloodline and whatnot? And he's not one of us, you know, he's not blue skinned. You exactly know, like what that. they did in Aquaman. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I could see that inner drama. Yeah. But when it, but you know, um, within the whole big, big, big picture. So will he looks brutal. Will they make Namor fully a bad guy? I have no, and I'm going to say, sorry, but fucking trust in any villain anymore. I am so tired of it. I'm so tired of Venom being an anti-villain. I'm so tired of hearing about, uh, uh, oh God, the fucking, uh, Hunter, Karen, Craven, 
Uh, I'm hearing him being the anti-villain now, and it's like, I'm so, just give me a villain. I'm scared that when we watch um, Black Adam, that's just going to be the same oh, shit. Oh, that's like, definitely, <laughs> they're definitely making Black Adam a good guy. I guarantee it. I'm so it. tired of that shit, man. Yeah. I'm so fucking tired of it, man. Just make make a villain movie and make it have that uh, the ending to where the villain, uh, you know, is the winner. Yeah, I'm Empire s- Strikes Back Come movie. on, man. Yeah. And it's okay with the villain making sense. Like, if you think of Thanos, the dude is just straight up a bad guy. He killed his own daughter. But he is trying to kill off, try to, like, save resources. He's trying to kill off half the universe. So it, like, makes sense. But he's still an evil asshole. I mean, there's no cleaning that up. Yeah. (laughs) But you don't also think that Thanos is going to team up with, you know, Tony Stark and fight somebody. Like, that's just not going to happen. You know? So, yeah, I like the idea of, like, let's just keep somebody full villain. But Namor is an anti-hero sometimes in the comic books. Lately, he's been more villainy, but... So I could see them kind of saving him. I don't know. It's going to be tough. Well, it could be the whole bit inner... Uh, the Atlanteans wanting to overthrow, like, say, the, the Mayan-type people, I guess you mm-hmm. could say, because he's going to have a following in that area as well, right? Mm-hmm. And they're getting too big, um, so that conflict gets too much, and then they need, like, uh, Wakanda to kind of help out with them, and then since Wakanda helped uh, the Aztec version of them, those people uh that's their team up probably i don't know maybe yeah i mean namor versus black panther is one of the original like that's that's like the og like when they announced black panther was coming out you're like oh namor's coming soon then because it's like you're not gonna have one without the other that's the other side of the coin of of what is wakanda gonna look like now we know it's gonna be much more of an assembly assembly cast um ensemble there it is and we know that shuri is gonna be the new black panther from from the new art that was released as well uh, which has a lot of people up at arms. There's actually been a pretty good call, and I will say this is, you know, this is people's opinions. Um, there's a lot of people who are just saying recast T'Challa. T'Challa's too important of a character representation-wise to not have in the MCU. And it's like, oh, I could see what you're yeah. saying there. That kind of makes sense. So, I uh, And I said it before. It's like, I, you know, we just didn't get enough of T'Challa, right? And that's And it's yeah. a, obviously a sad situation. So, but we know, like, later on in the comics, they made Shiri as the new Black Panther, right. so it's, like, it sucks that it already had to happen. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, eventually it was bound to happen. Yeah, I guess. instead of three Black Panthers, then a Shuri, we got one, then a Shuri. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. So, any, uh, I look at this, uh, this image of her outfit that they did, and I love that it looks like they spent so much time in her fucking jumpsuit. And that's sarcastic, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think I got this at Walmart last week, actually. Yeah, it's, um, that's definitely her just like, hanging wow. out watching Netflix. That's that's definitely not her fighting yeah. at all. Although she does have a fighting stance. Yeah. You know what? I will say she doesn't have those goofy-ass panthers on her hands. So, I'm happy with that yeah. from the movie. Those old panther guns were so stupid when she came out and started punching with those. I'm like, oh, man, what the shit is this? You know, I know you're going to become Black Panther someday. Why are you using those? Those are rough to watch. But uh, what do we? What do we? I think um, are we gonna follow um, Shiri's old outfit when she had kind of had like um, when she, I think it was when she dressed up to watch uh, T'Challa fight for like the throne or whatever the case may be. I love that outfit. That thing was awesome. Yeah, she had like the dots. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously with some technology, but I could see her. I'm trying to think of what they're gonna embrace T'Challa, right? They have to have those uh sentimental yeah. feels right because that's going to hit obviously everyone uh and i'm thinking it might be like the necklace man i think she's going to be rocking that um yes his old necklace i think it's going to be given to her well and i think to in kinda, the comic books um, when she took s- it over she had like a uh 
a bigger necklace. Well, maybe it was bigger on her, but she also mm. had like a fur that was around her too, as in Black Panther form, wasn't she? Okay. I remember correctly. Uh, I'm not very fan. I've seen like one issue of her, yeah. a red one issue of her, and then it's just, I'm not just, I'm just old school. Yeah. Can't do these new characters. Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you, with recent Marvel, I'm just like, I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I just want Tony Stark back. I mean, I, even I, who has of our group, been the one that's been like, hey, let's give this person a shot. Let's give this a shot. I'm yeah, at the point yeah. now where like I just want fucking I just want I just want Tony Stark. I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah. I don't care what magic like, you have uh, to do, <laughs> different reality. I don't care. Pocket dimension. Just give me Tony Stark being yeah. Iron Man. That is all I want. Yeah, I see I see Iron Heart and I'm just like, I don't I don't want this. I, I don't want this. I can see Peter Parker being the next Iron Man type with yes, the whole gadgets and I, technologies. I 100% want that. I yeah. just want fucking Peter. Yeah. I just want Tony Stark back. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, it's, <laughs> I, after watching Doctor Strange, not Thor, after watching Doctor Strange, I was like, shit, <sighs> we went too far. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. Oh, God, man, that movie fucking garbage to me but anyway yeah i know (laughs) 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 all right let's get into our headlines here daredevil will be in three out of six episodes of echo including kingpin but kingpin's gonna be in probably more episodes he's a bigger character oculus will no longer require a facebook account so basically facebook is (laughs) having a hard time with their pr they don't want to be tied to oculus anymore (laughs) Rockstar is shifting focus to GTA 6, stopping their remakes. They're going to do Red Dead Redemption 1 and GTA 4, but they're stopping those, and they're stopping the support for Red Dead Online. They're going to go everything on GTA 6. Howard Stern might have leaked a role in an unannounced Doctor Doom project. We don't know if this is a TV show or a movie, but it is a hot mic, and you guys can listen to the, the footage. I think we actually put it on our Instagram. You actually listen to the audio. There's like ads playing. You can hear Howard Stern talking underneath it, saying like, oh yeah, I'm going to be in Doctor Doom. Um, analysis show that 2022 is going to be a decline in the gaming industry. A lot of this is due to the fact that during the pandemic, everybody started gaming. And at this point now, people are getting back to work and it's getting fired up again. So gaming has got to decline. That's not to say there hasn't been really good games. And then lastly, E3 has been confirmed for June 2023. And yes, Geek Freaks will be there. That's our headlines. Anything specifically you want to call out? Uh yeah, the the Daredevil one. So I think we got Daredevil uh showing up in Spider-Man and Kingpin showing up in Hawkeye mm-hmm. and I think they're doing great with those roles. So I don't see why uh we need to take them away. I mean, there's a fan base for them, especially with the whole Netflix series um of all the series of Iron Fist and Luke and whatnot. Those two uh would definitely be ones I want to see back. Uh Rockstar shifting everything to Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, which is I think something that needs to happen with all their future games. So I'm playing Red Dead Redemption um right now. I'm trying to finish it. And I just remember like, fuck, man, I wish I would have just stayed playing this game. This game is great. So why are we going backwards to do remasters? I'm so tired of remasters right now. Uh, Let's get the new stuff. I want to see new gameplay and updated graphics. Stop focusing on redone shit to make some money. Like, make the new stuff. Yeah. You know, and E3 come back. Christmas has come back to to us, you know, essentially. And I remember just all we came to your house once. And when E3 was going on, or it was Jonathan's house, my house, whoever, yeah. and um, yeah, and then just sitting there watching like popcorn or whatever the case may oh, be, yeah. just just loving every minute of it, and everyone all just being excited for one, th- all coming together, being excited for one thing. So that's that's awesome that it's in person this time finally. I love that Jeff Keighley, you know Jeff Keighley, he does the game awards, and he's been trying to launch a summer game fest when E3's been shaking up, and I love that he's like. Three hours after e- ESA announced that E3 is coming back in full and everything like that, and they're actually using Reed Pop, who does PAX East and all that. So 
Um, three hours he posted, by the way, Summer Game Fest coming out. And that dude got so much shit online. <laughs> people were just like, mm-hmm. nah, we're going to E3, bro. <laughs> like, it was so many people just were like, nah, E3's <laughs> back, we're good. And just to, yeah. like, he tried so much to launch a new E3 while E3 was gone. And it's just like, nah, bro, we're going back to E3. What are you talking about? Every, I've yeah. not seen one positive comment on, under that thread. It's just been constantly like, nah, I'd rather do this. And it's just like linking off to the E3 announcement. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, sorry, man. Goodness gracious. But we'll be there, dude. We're getting a hotel. We're going to party like it's 1999, man. I still have on this yeah. wall here, the, the bulletin board with the calendar and like that, the agreement that I signed with ESA <laughs> to be able to be media partners with them back in that's 2019. Just your, <laughs> that's that's the, the dream, the goal, your, your uh, what do you call it, motivation yeah. to get back yes. there. Yes, we're going to make it happen. Yeah, so much good stuff. All right, let's go ahead and we'll discuss... Thor just a little bit no spoilers okay guys all right so Thor Love and Thunder um I will tell you guys right now if you're going to read reviews online they will not be good reviews for this movie are not good <laughs> mixed at best I will tell you right now I had a lot of fun watching it the music is badass it's tongue-in-cheek on purpose so like it's cheesy action especially in the beginning on purpose and it's it's like you even see like the Guardians of the Galaxy rolling their eyes when he's like kicking over tanks and stuff and I felt emotional when I wanted me to feel emotional. It, I laughed when I wanted me, when it wanted me to laugh, and I really enjoyed the film. It is definitely not a perfect film, structure wise, and like you know, a lot of stuff was like, okay, well, that's not good. But I would say it's definitely worth the watch in theaters. I look forward to rewatching it, but that might not necessarily be something you want to do. I would say it's such a spectacle that it's worth watching in theaters. And the highlight for sure is Christian Bale. Christian Bale as Gore, the God Butcher there were moments where he was like kind of torturing these kids and he straight up looked like a Pennywise. So good. And his personality was so good. Uh, it is not gore from the comic books. We actually talk about that on from the pages. Go check out our, it's free on Patreon right now. Uh, but he, he was awesome. <laughs> he didn't have to look like gore to be mm-hmm. awesome. Uh, but you've been hearing pretty negative reviews on this thing, right? Uh, I have been. I just been hearing it's it's too jokey. They made yeah. Thor like a clown. That serious moments at uh, specific times uh, cannot land emotionally. I mean, I know you said you felt that, but some people cannot have that emotional connection because there's just a joke right after it. Yeah. Uh, it kind of makes me fear for Taika Waititi. I'm saying that Taika name right. Waititi. I believe so. Waititi, uh, because I loved his other stuff of like Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Um, but then it's like you make this stuff, and it's like. Can I really trust you with the next? I mean, I know the Star Wars thing got put on hold, whatever yeah. the case may be, but can I even really trust you anymore? So that's a scary thing. But yeah, I, ha- I mean, that's the majority I've ever heard. You said something that, uh, with, I guess, n- you know, no spoilers. You said that, uh, uh, oh God, the God Butcher mm-hmm. um, was you saying image wise or story uh, background as well, not comic book accurate? They're both not a hundred percent. Like so. First off, image-wise, okay. I mean, he looks more human than ever because, of course, they didn't want to do yeah. the whole CGI thing. But it works really well because Christian Bale, you could, like, Christian Bale's got that face where you know, like, that's Christian yeah. Bale. Whether or not he's gained 50 pounds for a role or lost 50 pounds, <laughs> that's definitely him. Yeah. Um, but story-wise, too, I actually did not care for the way they launched his story off because in the comics, Gore doesn't believe in the gods for more realistic reasons than what they do in the show, in the movie. In the movie, it's much more, like, plain for the easy-to-understand people. But in the comic books, it's actually, it's kind of more impactful. And I liked it that way. But 
Yeah, so the reason why I asked you because I kind of liked his backstory, and I had a theory of like maybe bringing Venom in there. Yeah, I know you uh, did because of the symbiote yeah, thing. I was like, oh, God, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, does not touch so that. By it, the way, does not touch Venom at all. Okay, yeah, I know, I know. Fuck, but even even the fact like, that I'll just like say that, real quick, <laughs> they do show Noel's laying on the ground, and you're like, that's Noel, <laughs> like. Do uh, something with that, but they don't even mention it. And they even make it, dude, I'm not going to yeah. like spoil too much or anything like that, but they make mm-hmm. it sound like that the sword just passes from one person to another the entire time. It's like, no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> that is What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so there's no like, uh, okay, so I get, okay, okay. So I get the image thing because you don't want it to look like too much like Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what popped up. And I was like, shit, I didn't even think about that, but that was a good call. Yeah. But you're saying, like, now there's no, like, okay, I know he'd believe in the gods, whatever the case may be, and then he sees this fight. So he doesn't see a fight no. between gods and then gets a... He, well, there is, he does see that a fight had <laughs> happened. This is, like, in the first five minutes, okay. guys, so I'm not spoiling anything really major. He does see that a fight... It's coming. Right. Okay, yeah. he, he does see that the fight had happened, and he sees that Noel is dead, but they, they basically bitch out on Noel 100%. Like... They say that it's a person killing gods, but they don't say like it's Noel who created everything symbiote. But yeah, it's Damn. you know, and then Ever Black and 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 with Necrosword, it's a little different. But the shadow, like the the way he uses shadow and darkness, was very cool. This is a very cool okay. gore, but it's just not comic book gore, which is I mean that's just mm. that's comic book movies par, but. There was some missed opportunity with setting up Noel, <laughs> and they just like mm. you could tell they're never going to use him, and that's a shame. Damn, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Shit. It. Speaking of Noel, real quick, uh, <laughs> did you hear the rumor of if there's this uh, possible, uh, you know, the um, Force Unleashed movies or games? Yeah. Um, there was a possibility if that happens that uh, Nolan would play, um, or Christian Bell would play. Um, the fucking apprentice, Darth Vader's apprentice. Dude, oh my god, I would pre-order my ticket a year and I advanced. Oh, oh my god. shit! Yeah, and the next could. one after it too, I'd make sure to watch it twice the same day. He's so good <laughs> at everything he does. Yeah, he is. He is. Man. Yeah, that'd be amazing. It's great. I'm happy for the Cal uh, Cal Kestis rumors that are going around. That sounds like it's actually going to happen. They're going to get a Jedi Fallen Order. Series. Yeah. So I just finished that game when that rumor came out. So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm hella into this game right now. This is perfect timing. Yeah. So that, that'd be great. If it's not a series, I could definitely see like him popping up in the universe because he's getting too much uh, too much talk now. Yeah. Besides just a series that they're releasing stuff um, uh, at uh, Disneyland itself for Star yeah. Wars, like uh, exclusive lightsabers and stuff. So I'm like, I do want to like, get. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, okay. Like, there's too much now going on to where we don't have him. Especially for a so. game with such a high skill cap. Like, if it was a game like a Lego Star Wars game, yeah. it's kind of just easy. It's one thing. But this game's actually kind of a high skill cap. You have to be decent at dodging and whatnot. So yeah. if they're, if it's something that they're making so mainstream and yet the only way to do it is playing a difficult game, then okay, yeah, you're going to be showing them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Taika Waititi, though, I, I do still trust him. This is, like Jojo Rabbit, the Hitler parts. Boy, that sounds weird. But yeah, <laughs> it's all about Hitler. No, um, oh, those those are my favorite parts. No, I'm just kidding. Oh God, <laughs> goodness gracious! Yeah. But you know how like oh, the Hitler joking around with the boy stuff. That part yeah, is yeah. very which much were... Thor, and that is very much Taika okay. Waititi. The serious parts of Jojo Rabbit, which were heartbreaking, is less yeah. Taika Waititi. But you know, like oh, what we do the shadows, which okay. I've suggested to you four hundred times, and the new season coming out next week is uh, is very much Taika Waititi. So. If you like that stuff, then yeah, you'll like Thor, and hopefully you'll like. Hopefully, the next Star Wars is going to be something like that too. 
We'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What are your recommendations for the week, man? Oh, shoot, man. Um, this is kind of, uh, kind of sad to be honest. Um, it's not a recommendation because everyone's already played this, but I just downloaded Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like? if, if you're stuck in 1997 and you need something for your N64, <laughs> check out Banjo and Kazooie. What? Uh, can I can I be stuck in 1994? To be yeah, honest, can I go back to whatever? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I'm not really playing anything uh, new wise. I'm just trying Maybe to catch something up on that games, you're reading, so like, something that you're watching. It doesn't have to be game. Uh, reading wise, um, okay, I'm jumping ahead because of spoilers, right? I just said about that Invincible, mm-hmm. but I just, my, uh, the wife let me buy this big box set of Demon Slayer, so I've been stuck on reading that because it just continues to be great. Yeah. Um, playing wise, I'm not playing anything new. Um, uh, movie wise, um, I mean, I know it's not, I've said it to you, and I know we talked about it, it's not really pop culture, but I gotta say, the fucking Elvis movie is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. visually, story-wise, music, and it's not just, it's not just Elvis's music. There's scenes where they put rap music in it, oh, and wow. it just, like, somehow fits, yeah, it's somehow, I'm just, I'm sitting there watching it, and I turn to my wife, and I'm just saying, this movie is surprising me, like, almost every minute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're a fan it's of so those good. musical biopics, too. Like, you were, you were ahead of it on Bohemian Rhapsody, you were ahead of it on the Elton Rocket yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't know that it kind of shocked me. Rocket Man turned more into a musical, but this is not really a musical. This is just like a live thing. Yeah. But they are playing the music, like yep. you said, the music by kid. Um, yeah, I guess so. I kind of just don't realize that, but yeah, I kind of watch them right away. Yeah. Kinda interesting. Anything with Tom Good Hanks, and I'm gonna watch. I'll definitely be watching at some point because it's Tom yeah. Hanks. Yeah, so. <laughs> and he's he's great, of course. Yeah. My suggestion of the week you? You... is Tunic. Go check out Tunic, guys. If you like classic okay. Zelda games, it's a lot of fun. It's part of Game Pass. It was about a 12 to 14 hours. It got real hard at the end. It got really hard. Like, I've seen so many people say, like, yeah, I beat the entire game except for the final boss because he's unkillable. And I did have to toggle on easy mode, basically, to down her because I was like, oh, my God, she's just coming at you with everything. There's It's light on story until the very end. At the very end, all of a sudden, the story starts making sense, and you're like, oh, shit. Like, you start to realize what was going on. Um, what's really cool about the game is you, you walk in with no information, and you're discovering pages of an old, like, game informer. Um, like, you know, when you used to buy the hmm. game guidebooks for your games, mm-hmm. you're basically discovering those pages yeah. and then you're like, oh shit. So if I press spacebar on this, I do this. Okay. I didn't know that until I randomly found this page of an old game guide to the game I'm playing right now. And that's pretty Yeah. Good. And even the language starts to decipher itself as you find more of these pages of the books, which is pretty cool. And like, you won't have any maps until you find the pages are like, oh, hold on. So if I put this map with this one, oh shit, I can go over here. And so yeah, it's pretty neat that way. But check out Tunic guys. It's on Game Pass and it's totally worth the play. Okay. All right, I think that's it for this week. Got anything else you want to close out with? No, that, no, I'm good. Go, uh, you know, play your Banjo Kazooies and Donkey Kong 64s. <laughs> it, yeah, fucking Nintendo put out Diddy Kong 64 already. I'm so tired of great <laughs> of adding you guys on Twitter. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. This episode of Geek Freaks is brought to you by 4K Downloader. Here at Geek Freaks, we use 4K Downloader almost every single day. Our two main uses is whenever we need to include a clip on one of our podcasts, say from a Star Trek episode or that amazing Halo theme song, we use 4K Downloader to find the clip on YouTube and then grab the audio off that clip. The other main use is whenever there's a brand new trailer for Marvel, Star Wars, or anything we have to share to you guys, 
we head to that source site, grab ourselves a copy and share it with you guys. 4K Downloader is amazing. It's completely free. Go ahead, just give it a shot. We got a link down in the description that'll take you right to it, or you can head to 4kdownload.com backslash geekfreaks.